Welcome to Behind the Madness. In this episode, our first, we'll be looking at marketing during a crisis. The strategies and tips on how to market your business during this strange and weird time. Hello and welcome to our brand new podcast. This is something that I've personally been wanting to do for a while. I'm not brilliant at, at kind of getting content down or writing content, but um, talking, well, you ask my friends, some of them might say I'm a bit of an expert. So what I wanted to do was really get some tips, some advice on how to kind of grow your company better. Um, this could be through digital marketing, uh, time-saving techniques, or um, maybe it's branding advice. We create some amazing content, some amazing blogs, some amazing lead generators. But as I said, I struggle to kind of do that content myself. I can talk to the guys, I can give them my ideas, and they can produce some amazing content. But for me, sitting down in front of a computer and, and getting something that sounds right, I really struggle with. The strategies, the, the advice I can do. But the actual writing, I, I really, really struggle to get that down. So a podcast is a great way that I can produce content that is helpful for you guys. Um, but also I can bring in some other experts and some people who we work with um, here at Method who can kind of give their insights and their background. And it'd be a much more personal medium, or that's what we hope. So let's get started. Let's jump straight in then to the first topic that we picked, marketing during a crisis. There's no getting away from what's going on in the world at the moment. We're all in um, a, a kind of a weird time where everybody's working from home. Um, certainly here in the UK, which I think now is pretty much worldwide, everybody's um, doing social distancing. We're all having this um, this lockdown where we are having to stay home unless we go out for emergencies to the shops for groceries, things like that. We're getting a lot of questions kind of coming in from our clients. And what I wanted to do today was lay out four strategies and actions that you can take away to improve your results from digital marketing. We're very lucky in the fact that we've got a small office here in Worcester where we have some brilliant creative minds, but we're very remote anyway. A lot of the guys work from home. We're tr we've already had that mentality where I want to get everybody to really um, enjoy life as much as they possibly can, get a really good work family balance. And through doing that, they can kind of spend time with their, with their children. Um, as long as the work's being done, then we're much more flexible on our time. And we learned very, very early on that remote working was perfect for us. We all have Slack. We, we all use that internally, which is a brilliant communication tool. When this hit, it wasn't a big upheaval for us because we're very much used to working remotely anyway. 
we got a lot of questions coming from our clients around what they should be doing, whether they should be stopping their marketing, whether they should be continuing, how they should get up and running. And really what I wanted to do was the advice that I've given them, I wanted to kind of give everybody, let everybody, um, help everybody in this time um, and really embrace this homeworking and have some great tips and strategies that you can use and kind of implement today. Let's take the main question. Should we continue our marketing? In short, yes. Keeping things simple, let's think about if you did stop your marketing. The companies that continue to market are going to be way ahead when this crisis is over. They will be continually putting out content and information to their prospects. Whereas if you stop, if it's two, three months until you restart again, it begs the question whether you're going to be back to where you started from or how much are you going to drop backwards. The campaigns that you've been planning for months, they shouldn't stop. You might need to reevaluate them. You might need to um, see if they're still as relevant as they were, but you've spent so much time and effort understanding your buyer personas. Yes, make them live. I can hear the skeptics now in the back of my head saying, oh, well, of course you would say that. It's going to benefit you. But how else are you going to market and get sales during this difficult time? How else are you going to generate more revenue for your company if you stop marketing? So what should you be doing? I'm going to give you four strategies and actions that you can use today to improve your digital marketing efforts. Number one, content generation. At the moment, everybody is consuming content more than ever with homeschooling, with people having more time to research and reevaluate their business and their strategies, we are, con we are consuming content. We can't seem to get enough of it. We have that time now to digest content. We know content is key, so let's produce it. Think about the blogs that you read. Why do you read those blogs? It will be because they interest you. They, they help you in some way. And this is what your content needs to do. Stop talking about yourself. Stop saying things that you've done, that you've won, new members of staff. People don't care. People aren't going to read that content. Your content needs to focus on your buyer persona. We've got some great articles on our blog about how to create or go about creating these buyer personas, and I'll drop those in the show notes. But create content that is helpful to this buyer persona. And helping your potential prospects is what is really going to make the difference. Look at the current blogs that you've already put out. Do some research into them. Check the stats. Check your analytics on them and see which ones are performing well and why they're performing well. Revisit your content strategy or create a content strategy and make sure all of the content ties into one another. Think about your buyer journey. You want to attract 
these new prospects into your website. So we need to create content that is appealing. But how can you nurture them along to give them the solutions that they need or the help that they need to transfer that attraction into eventually a new customer? Research and understand your content strategy and make sure you have content that is fitting within that buyer journey to to educate your prospects. And as I said, a great way of doing that is looking at the content that is already there and how well that is attracting your prospects and your leads. Number two is website audit and review, which I kind of touched on with with the analytics of your blogs. But it's something we've put off for ages. Everybody knows they should do a website audit. We've just released a new tool on our website, which will give you a um, a quick audit, which is completely free. Um, it will give you a downloadable PDF with some action points of what you can do to improve your website for a set of keywords. You can even, which is pretty cool, enter in a competitor and see how you are comparing to that competitor. It's a great resource and it will give you some actions that you can do to improve your website now. We've got that time to analyze this. We've got the time to go back and really understand if our website is working. We can do that through our analytics. We can do that through the stats that we've got, say, on HubSpot and understand if what we're saying is reflecting our business, but also are people digesting that and converting into customers? So review and audit your website. Number three, call to actions. We are creating great content. We are putting that great content onto our website. What we don't want to happen is for a prospect or a lead to come onto our website, read our blog, and then disappear. That's great that we've helped them out. It's great that we've attracted somebody to our website, but they've gone. What we need to do is get them moving along that that buyer journey. So go back to your content strategy and what's next? That's where a call to action can push them along to that next stage. We've got one article talking about, um, let's say it's things that you can do in the garden. Here are some amazing things that you can do in your garden today. And the next one is, well, now you've tidied up your garden, um, why not look at getting some new features into your garden? It relates and it leads on, and it's taking that prospect on a journey. So call to actions at the bottom of the blog to lead that, that person on. A call to action could be a lead generator. What I mean by a lead generator, for those that don't know, is something that's a chunkier bit of work that everybody wants. This could be a PDF. It could be, for example, we've done some on inbound marketing. And the inbound marketing essentials PDF that we've created is ideal for marketing managers who want to get started but aren't quite there yet. After filling in a few really basic details, we don't want to put any blockers in the way, they can download that PDF, giving them a huge amount of information, but we've also understood who they are. We can pick up the phone 
and talk to them about why they downloaded the PDF and what they're wanting to achieve by the information that's in it and how can we help. Again, how can we help? It's always got to come back to how we can help. We're not talking about us. We're not selling ourselves. We are there to help our prospects. So create call to actions, create that buyer journey for for your prospects. And finally, other forms of content. So number three, podcasts. That's just why we've done this. We wanted to create more content and a podcast fitted with our content strategy. It was a great way that we could produce more content to hopefully newer audiences. Maybe for you, it's lead generators. Maybe it's creating these downloadable PDFs. Maybe it's a downloadable Excel file. Maybe it is um, video content. Maybe it's some downloadable tools that somebody can use to help them do their job. Whatever fits your industry or your target audience, there will be some content that they want. And think about those other mediums that you can use to attract those people. Let's wrap up our first episode. We went over four actions that you can do now. Some you know, key content generation, website audits and reviews, um, looking at call to actions, and then other forms of, of content that you can produce. We're wanting to grow and reach more people with our content and help more people. I can only do that if people are feeding back to me about what they think, how good our content is, how much it's helped them, what they'd like to see. So please do, if you've enjoyed this, let me know. If you've not, let me know. If you'd like to see something else um, or you'd like me or one of the guys to talk about a certain subject, let us know and share it with your friends. Don't let my mum be the only person that's sharing this podcast. I feel that would just be a waste. She would love listening to it. She enjoys my voice. Um, And also subscribe. We're going to try and get more podcasts out in the next few months. Um, I'm hoping to do them as often as I can with my children running around my feet all day long while trying to work and while trying to find a quiet area in our house at the moment to record these. It can be quite tricky, but we want to do as much as we possibly can and create as many as we can. So please subscribe and then you'll be notified when the next one pops up. I really hope you've enjoyed that. Please do give us some feedback and please do share with everybody. Don't let my mum be the only person sharing.